0: We fixed again. that for Aunt Anthony. I like it. Uh,
1: it's it's kind of surprising I, that they didn't take Kendricks, but Anthony is bigger.
0: Yeah, it, it was our original prediction that they wanted to get a mic, a bigger mic. See,
1: like, I had my feed is, is a little bit slower than yours for some reason. The uh, yeah, I, I like the pick. Stefan Anthony, six two, two forty, and he's a real. He he was the wasn't he the captain of the defense? Yeah, he's a super athlete. There's there's a lot to like about Stefan Anthony? And he was uh, wasn't he your number one guy whenever we first started?
0: Yeah, because and I looked at the scheme fit, and I know we needed to get a we needed to get a bigger linebacker there. You know, you you have linebackers that you ask that because they play in a three-four scheme. You ask them to take on guards, but also he plays the seam. He plays as a Mike better because he drops. And he has the size to cover tight ends and the speed. And I know people were looking at Ellaby and thinking Ellaby would be a Mike, but Ellaby doesn't drop in the coverage as well and doesn't cover down the seam as well. And he's better on running backs. He played. He was more of a weak side linebacker when he played with Ray Lewis. Now, I remember in the Super Bowl, a couple of the plays he made was on running backs in the open field. He can cover running backs, but dropping with tight ends wasn't one of his specialties, and you can see Stephon Anthony doing that on film.
1: All right, so we've hit on our positions. You know, we hit uh, offensive tackle and linebacker. The uh, yep. the next big thing, or inside linebacker, we're still looking for that wide receiver the the deep threat
0: and that pass rusher
1: and the uh and the the big pass rusher
0: and i think because this draft is so deep i could see us taking haloli Hol- Hol- kikaha i would be thrilled with that pick in the third round i'm sorry i don't know about everybody else but i would be thrilled with haloli kikaha
1: and don't forget Who? because with uh with stefan anthony you still got the possibility of taking another inside linebacker
0: Linebacker, yeah, because you feel the mic position, but that wheel position is still up for grabs because Hawthorne is probably gone next year. And also, you got to think that Ellerby is on a one year contract because his contract spikes again next year. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if you can keep him healthy. So the linebacker position isn't necessarily stable right now. Even with the pick of Anthony, you know you've got your mic, you've got a hard hitter, and he's got the length and the size to take on. To take on guards from that Mike position, I love the pick. We've been talking about it as the pick, even when I even when I pointed out. If we go back to some of the episodes, you'll hear me say that right now, Mike position is the the biggest need in that front seven, as far as when you look at where the players stack, because you you have Hawthorne playing Mike right now, and that was the same situation as as, as uh Lofton. What's his name? Lofton, and he's undersized, and so. You, you have to get some size there. So I think if you, you put on about two pounds on him, Anthony, at about 6'2", 245, he plays that Mike position. You Now you've got two big inside linebackers. You've got some, some size now. You know, Sean has been preaching about getting bigger and stronger as a team. And so big people beat up little people. And... And Anthony is definitely an upgrade from what we've had at the mic position.
1: He's big people. I I
0: I, I like the pick. I, I love the pick. I like the pick. You know, I I think he I don't think he's as instinctual yet, but as far as seeing and reacting, he sees and reacts very well. You know, some, some linebackers see and react. Some linebackers have instinct. If you can ever get him to the point where he's able to have the instincts to know the play and see and react, all at the same time, he's going to be dominant. But right now, you can tell that he, he kind of flows, and once he makes up his mind where he wants to go, he's there. Whereas I com- I called him the complete opposite of Bernard McKinley. McKinley sees the play happening, can get everybody lined up, but he's sluggish getting there. Very, very sluggish getting to the point. He makes up his mind, but he's just, he's not agile. Anthony is actually very agile for his size. So I, yeah, I'm 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 excited about that pick.
1: Yeah, we're on board with this one. We were we were a little bit thrown off by Andrew's Pete because he was so. The, we, I kind of got tunnel vision with Lael Collins until the last you know yesterday. I was like, that's I think our guy.
0: Collins. Likely, he could have possibly been the pick had this whole issue not happened. That that's crazy. I think this this coming out when it did hurt him. Oh my gosh, so much. Like, I think he could have possibly been the pick. We spent a lot of time at the at the LSU Pro Day. He could have possibly been the pick. You also have to think another guy that I like at at that pick is um, Danielle Hunter.
1: I'm just I'm, – whenever I – now that they've got their inside linebacker, they've gotten the guy, the offensive lineman. Whether they're going to play him at guard or not, we don't really know yet. But we know we got that number three tackle. The, so right. the, the next thing on our list, what was the next biggest need? We we In two years, we're going to need a defensive tackle. Oh, here comes New England's pick. Just gonna finish Yeah, up.
0: see, the Patriots took Malcolm Brown, and that makes sense for them. Yeah, it does. They needed, after after losing Wilford, that made a lot of sense for them.
1: That's a good value, too. Dude, Malcolm Brown's a yeah. good player.
0: But you also you want to know notice what I'm noticing? What's that? The Saints are actually getting away from the metric picks. First two picks haven't been guys that because if you if you look at uh R C Fisher's blog on on Anthony he he didn't he wasn't really a fan of Anthony.
1: Well, that's that's how the narrative has played out all all season is that we're gonna get away from athletes and get back to football Our players.
0: No players. But Anthony, I, I listen to Anthony talk. Anthony is a—he's a hard. I, I like the kid. I—I I, I him initially, you know. He—he's not under. You think about the—the the size thing is big. I don't—I don't think people look into that enough. That's the reason. I, I was just arguing with somebody that they were like, "Take Pearman. You have to take Pearman." I'm like, "Pearman is not going in the first round," and it's because he's not any, a great prospect. Now, if Pearman was 6'2", 240... And played like he played, he'd have been a first-rounder. But the fact that he's 5'11", is going to knock him because the NFL is all about prospects. It's all about prospects. So he, I, I made that point, and I'm like, I don't see Perriman going in the first round.
1: Yeah, you got to have a certain scheme fit. And once you have your prototype, you're going to fill in for that prototype. No one has a prototype where they go, we need a 5'10", 240-pound 10 linebacker. Die. You know, that team doesn't exist. Not to say that that player can't succeed, but people aren't looking for an outlier. They're looking for someone that fits the system.
0: Exactly. I don't think people take that into consideration when they, you know, I get ragged on for scheme and whatnot, but you have to look at the scheme. I mean, you don't you don't just pick players that don't fit the scheme. Then you're, you're trying to fit a, a square peg in a round hole, which doesn't make sense. Now, it's not always about the scheme. Players transcend. There are some players that transcend. The scheme. They can fit in any scheme. Any scheme you put them in, they can fit. But you have some players that you know. You look. You know what you want. You see that player. He fits in. You get him. And I think the same thing can be said about Anthony. I look at what the the Patriots did with Malcolm Brown. He fits that scheme to a T. I I love the pick. I, I like the. You know. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, it was a good pick. I I put it like this. I said way more than I said after the Andrews Pete (laughs) pick. I went silent. I I was like, I, I scrambling for answers. I think I just went. Oh, I I think it's like we were really like, whoa, whoa, what Pete? Why? And And I said it right before the pick. I was like, it would be funny as hell if the Saints pick Andrews Pete.
1: The Saints. Obviously, have more information than any any bad person whatsoever. So if, if they say Andrew Speed is a prospect, you, you kind of got to go. All right, they they did the homework. You know, it's hard to grade a it's yeah. hard to grade a pick. You know, two minutes after it's made, it's almost impossible, and it's unfair to the player to grade a pick as soon as it's made like that. And there's still some some offensive line talent that can that can be picked up later on if we don't. It's just until we know if they can see him a guard, like guard is still a, a need uh, from the outside.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's not forget, you, you know, the kid Ali Marpet is still out there. If they do see Andrews Pete as a tackle only, I, I, I'm I'm curious to see what the what is said in the interview because you get a lot out of when they, they go ahead and do the press conference. So I'm interested to see if he sees him as a guard tackle or just a tackle because he's, if he sees him as just a tackle, then we upgraded that swing tackle position, and we know we got set for the future. And then that also means it opens us up to go guard later on in a draft if the value is there, which means we solidified that entire line for the next few years.
1: Yeah, because we still got...
0: Cause I think Lolito is a... St-
1: you still got uh, A.J. Ken sitting out there you still got Trey Jackson right. you still got Jake Fisher you got Jarvis Harrison uh, Donovan Smith uh, and Ollie Marpet all those guys are still on the board and you know we we've got 10 picks in this draft and we've got eight more to go
0: so I I, I definitely see de- definitely see us you know we it, it depends on how they view him if if I know that when Sean Payton mentioned Armstead, he said he saw Armstead as a left tackle only. That was his his specific words.
1: All right, so this has been the Saints Football Podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at SaintsFBP, or you can uh, check out the website. Every once in a while, Elias actually wakes up early enough to submit articles, and we'll have stuff over there for you to read. <laughs>
0: That was a low blow. That was like a ball shot. That was a pure ball shot.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> I did the splits like in, like in one of those Asian movies and then whap right into the Yo you hit me the with sack. the Johnny Cage. The sack. <laughs> if that was if this was Mortal Kombat, that would that fatality would be called the sack.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm starting to think you're a ball chinny.
1: Yeah, man. All right, so this is uh, the Saints Football Podcast. I'm Josh Vox.
0: And I'm Elias Elias, the interchangeable E, J. Williams.
1: How about we just start – how you like the name Peanut? Can we just call you Peanut?
0: <laughs> Yo, that would be so ironic because that's my dad's nickname. my My dad's nickname is literally Peanut, so <laughs> –
1: call you peanut jr all right so peanut jr and josh is out have a great day everybody have fun draft is fun see y'all tomorrow
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's pretty funny man
1: (laughs) peanut that's pretty damn
0: funny yes i want to be in that number when the Saints go by. Do, do. Sing it again. When the Saints.